wonderful happy people, you're listening to the Happy and Corporate Podcast, a podcast that teaches you how to be happy and grow in and out of the workplace. My name is Benny. I'm an executive coach working in sales for a big corporation. I'm sitting down with my mic here to discuss all of the things I wish I had known before starting my career. In this podcast, we talk growth mindset, we talk happiness, we talk health, we talk becoming a manager and so many other topics. But what you will have is 100% authenticity and vulnerability, 100% English mistakes, and I hope 100% value in those episodes for you. But enough introduction, let's deep dive into today's topic. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that has fascinated me for the last four weeks, probably, when I record this podcast. It's about culture differences and cultural differences and how they affect our work. So I want to walk you through three kind of main differences we have between cultures. So are we French, German, Chinese, Japanese, American, etc. And what are the things that you can look at for a better collaboration with colleagues? I've done an episode on how to collaborate better with with colleagues and a couple of tips but this is really focused on the culture challenge i think that's something that with globalization and working with different countries we kind of underestimate so for instance let's say you hire new people out of india to better support what your sellers are doing in europe well maybe the culture differences are something that you need to take into account and not just hard skills, but also to build on your team soft skills so we better collaborate together. So I will work you through kind of eight main differences, but just a warning, this podcast might be a little bit longer than usual. So feel free to pause it there if you want to listen to it later or feel free to listen to it in chunks. So the first main difference about cultures is the way we communicate. There are cultures that are what we call high context, other that are low context. High context cultures are cultures where you kind of need to read the air to understand what the person is saying. It might be not direct, it might be not 100% clear, but it's like culture where you need to have a sense of the context to be able to understand. Those cultures are like, for instance, China, Japan are like this, but also culture differences are always relatives to what you compare them to. So let's say I'm French and you are a British person. It might be that my culture is a little bit higher context than yours. And so you will more have to read the air speaking to a French person than you are accustomed to if you're speaking to a British person. Cultural low contexts are like very direct culture. There's no quid pro quo. Um, it's very um, understandable and it's very direct. And so those cultures could be, for instance, in the UK or in the US. If you want a full sense of like the overall view on all of the cultures, you can get that on the website of Erin Meyer called The Cultural Map. I'll try to link that in the description of the podcast. But you can definitely compare your own culture versus another culture. The second main difference in the, is the way we evaluate different things or like the way we also do feedback. So you will have cultures where it's okay to deliver direct negative feedback. So for instance, that the case of the, of the Dutch. So in the Netherlands, you can deliver direct negative feedback in a collective environment, for instance, 
Whereas you have other cultures like China, people coming from China, for instance, that are uh, accustomed to indirect negative feedback. So instead of focusing on like, this is shit, <laughs> you need to do that better. It can be like, you've done that very, very well, but just this chunk of the work was very, very well done. And by default, people will understand that the rest was like not that great and that they should improve on it. So instead of addressing directly the thing that you want them to kind of tackle or improve, you're addressing the thing that they've done really, really well and they will understand that by default it means that the other things are not pretty shit, but that they need to work on it. The third main difference is about how we are persuaded. So how do you do persuasion in different cultures? You have cultures that are principle first, and others that are applications first. So in principle first culture, you will uh, kind of need to demonstrate where you're coming from to arrive at the conclusions you're arriving to. So for Germans, for instance, you will have to indicate kind of what specific theories you use to arrive at that results, if let's say you're talking about mathematics, or how you, did you proceed to arrive at that conclusion? So kind of highlight the process that took you from point A to point B, B being the answer or the conclusion that you have. Whereas other cultures like the US, for instance, are more application first. What it does mean is that they need a concrete example and then potentially explain how they got there. But like a concrete example and how they got there before going into the nitty-gritty of the theory. It came to like the way they educated. Germany, for instance, you will kind of learn the theory, demonstrate the theory, and once you've demonstrated the theory and understood how it works, then you can move to kind of concrete examples. Whereas for the US, it's more about using the theory to have like concrete examples, and then you potentially spend a little bit more time on proving why the theory even exists in the first place. But you will kind of move to applicating the theory first and then potentially looking into how this theory was built in the first place. It affects, for instance, the way you do C-level pitches, for instance, or the way you do presentations, because this will affect the kind of approach or storytelling you're having. So for Germans, for instance, it would be very important to go through the theory or the principle that you use for this specific conclusion. Whereas in the US, you have this best like big number that attracts attention and then applications in your conclusion and then maybe you go into kind of how you got there. The fourth main difference is how we lead. And this is a difference between what you call egalitarian cultures versus hierarchical cultures. So in egalitarian cultures, such as in the Netherlands, for instance, the leader will sit among their, their team. So the leader and team members will be, for instance, the same open space and work together. And it would be like a really open, open office policy. So you can walk into the leader's office or the CMO's office, CEO office, etc. And kind of talk to them directly. Whereas in hierarchical cultures, like for instance in Japan or in China, or also to some extent in France, it's really important that you respect the hierarchy. So you will only be able to work with only your manager and ask him or her questions. And then they will relay that to their manager, da da da, until it goes to the top, for instance. 
the boss, the big boss will not sit among the team. It will be very important to maintain this kind of leadership position, being like the only person at the top. It's the case also for the Russian culture, I think. And yeah, it affects, let's say, you're an individual Dutch moving to Russia to be the, the lead or the um, CMO there um, in your company, then this is something that you need to take into account, not having a, an egalitarian approach and sitting with your team, but having your own office um, and respecting the hierarchy so that they kind of respect you as a leader. The fifth main difference is about how we decide. The way we decide can be either consensual or top to down. So consensual is like we want to have a consensus and agree together as a team, maybe fight together as a team before we arrive to um, a decision. Whereas top down is like the boss says something, you just basically do it. So for instance, in usually cultures that are hierarchical, it goes really top to down. So the boss takes a decision and we basically execute the decision. Whereas in cultures, even that sometimes appear hierarchical, but in cultures where consensus is really important, for instance, I think it's a case for Japan, the decision is basically kind of a consensus of people talking together and then arriving in meeting and then discussing something that they already had consensus over like one-to-one meetings in the background before the meetings even happen. So depending on the way they decide, it means that you basically, let's say you're going to Japan for a very important meeting, you need to ensure that you're getting there sufficiently in advance to kind of build this consensus before the big day of the presentation. Whereas if you were to drop there on the day of the presentation and be like, hey, let's take a decision, my page, let's take a decision at the end of the meeting, that might not go great because people would have built consensus maybe before you even presented about the position on this specific topic. The sixth main difference is about the way we trust each other. Trust can be either task-based, so you do your job great, I do my job great, we collaborate together and it's going amazing, or it can be relationship-based and I need to know you as a person, I need to have been drunk with you at a party together to kind of be able to know you and get in business with you so for instance in the u.s they're very task-based so you do job great your we're business partners amazing whereas in other cultures such as china for instance you need relationship based and even for the uk at some extent if you compare the uk to the us the uk is a little bit more you know the chit chat that we have also at the beginning of the the emails or of the calls where we like how are you how are you or how you're doing how was your weekend etc building this relationship is important to be able to be a trusted business partner that's also the case in russia where Oh no, I don't think that's the case in Russia. Maybe in Russia. Yeah, I think in Russia you need to um, kind of be straight to the point in business. So there's no chit-chat involved. You should just go straight to the point in business. But even sometimes when it's like an appearance, maybe you need to ensure that you have had those moments where you can build a relationship. And those are really important if you want to do business together because it's like, even though... Let's say you're the best business partner they could opt in for and you have not spent time building this relationship. 
then it does mean that even though on paper and rationally you're the best business partner they should go for, they might go to another business partner that has had taken time to build this relationship. The seventh main difference is about the way we're disagreeing. So some cultures disagree really openly and are called confrontational versus other cultures which avoid confrontation or at least public confrontation. So one culture that is very confrontational is my own. As French people, we can spend a dinner arguing openly about like a topic, let's say, I don't know, abortion. Then we can have a vehement debate in a friend's dinner and still be like very friends at the end of it. So like disagreeing openly and still be like, okay, next, you know. So some cultures are very like this confrontational or open confrontation versus others that are, we want to just avoid confrontation or we know how it is with confrontation. And that can be the case in African countries as well, avoiding confrontation and be like, okay, let's, let's just agree here and not be like totally open and transparent about the kind of the issue we can have in the background. And the last pillar is about scheduling. I see that so many, so much time at the moment uh, in my interactions with clients as well. It's a kind of perception of time is different. Mm. So some culture have a linear time perception. The time is a time. So if you're, if you're dealing um, with somebody based out of Switzerland, for instance, you need to be on time or on time is already late. Whereas other countries, and it's the case for Middle Eastern countries, for instance, they have a more flexible time perception. And so, for instance, being late by 15 minutes at the meeting is okay. It's just like we say 9, 9.15 is still on time. So there is a, like a different perception of time. And I do see that even myself when I deal with German client, I'm French. So my German client are always in the call before I get into the call. My British clients also are always in the call before I get into the call because I'm like two or three minutes late always type of approach because that's my kind of French approach. So depending on the way you see time and the way your business partners or the people you deal with see time, you might have a different perception. That's it for the kind of main eight differences between cultures. And it's not to say that Everybody is just a condition of their culture and that's all. You obviously have to take into account the individual factor. So for instance, somebody that was born out of China and spent a lot of time in Europe might have different ways of approaching the business than traditional, let's say, Chinese people might have, but also different personalities. You can be in a culture with like flexible time and have a person that do like people to be on time. So taking that into account and also having in mind that everything is relative it's relative to the culture that the person has and the culture that you have so even though let's say you are two cultures that usually are principal first like the french culture and the german culture there is maybe different level into that principal first approach and maybe germans might be a little bit more strict in the way they approach the principle whereas in france it might be like thesis antithesis conclusion etc so having those Challenges in mind is important to better collaborate with your colleagues. And as um, I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, you can see all of the differences versus your own culture and another culture of your choice online on Erin Mayer's um, website, The Culture Map. 
if you want to go a little bit deeper into kind of a challenge on cultures or on cultural differences that you may face with a colleague, feel free to um, write me an email at benacoachsession at gmail.com. I'll link the email address in the description of the podcast and we can organize a coaching session together. Thank you for listening to this episode of Happy and Cooperate, the podcast. If you feel this episode could be valuable to someone else, make sure you share it with this lovely person and subscribe to the podcast on the platform you use. If you have some feedback, make sure you leave it to me on Instagram and see you very soon for another episode. Thank you.